A Brief History of Mesopotamia, Assyria, Part 1, The Merchant State. This is from 1800 to 700 BCE. Now, the great empire of Assyria is subject to some of the most negative perceptions in the history of the world. It has often been characterized along with the Mongolian Empire in terms of violence it represents. The ancient city of Sin may certainly have been Babylon, but it was Assyria that was considered the state of evil. Now, the Assyrians also contributed enormously to literature, science, theology, mathematics, and engineering, and are even believed to have been inspirations for the Greek poets of antiquity, such as Homer and Hesiod. Their empire provided the template upon which all future empires were built. This is not to suggest that they were a peaceful people. What started out as a merchant state in the north of Mesopotamia was over time transformed into a highly militarized, aggressive society with a severe justice system and even more severe treatment of women. Nonetheless, we can follow the Assyrian story from its origins to its precipice, from mercantile to military, to understand the forces that led to their transformation from a small state to the largest empire that the world had seen up to that point. Now, in the early years of the old Babylonian Empire, or perhaps even earlier before the conquest of Hammurabi, people settled in the region near where today's Syria, Iraq, and Turkey meet. This was fertile land with plentiful rain, far from the arid farmland of the south, which required buildings of dams and canals to water the fields. These people inherited their culture from Babylon to the south, but rather than building an impressive imperial base and conquering surrounding territories, they appeared to spend their time focusing on trade and sales, establishing a base in the city of Asher along the banks of the Tigris. Early Assyria was made up of mostly small farming communities, the only major city in the area being Ashur itself. Asher was simply known as the city by many of its inhabitants, and this conjures images of Constantinople during the medieval period in terms of significance and prestige. The fortifications were monumental, and yet Asher was located in a particularly dangerous region, surrounded by three major empires, the Hittites and the Mitanni to the north and northwest, and Babylon to the south, with Egypt at this point working its way up the eastern coast of the Mediterranean. While there was much exchange between the empires and Assyria in ideas and technology, their location prevented them from becoming powerful, constantly suppressed on all sides by a great strength. During this early Assyrian period, the Amorites ruled in Babylon, but following their fall to the Hittites and the Kassites, it was Assyria that held the mantle of Mesopotamian culture, and they were very aware of this. They retained innumerable practices, leaving the pantheon of gods almost unchanged aside from supplanting of Marduk, the city god of Babylon, and successor of Enlil with Asher, for whom their capital city was named. Despite this cultural debt to the south, the relationship between Babylon was oftentimes strained and sometimes outright violent. The two nations, Assyria small but rising, Babylon on decline under Kassite overlords, competed fiercely in trade and prestige, and the Assyrians even assaulted the city of Babylon on multiple occasions. Despite this, the Assyrians would often attempt to make reparations to Babylon, and it is believed that there may have been two major factions vying for power through much of Assyria's history the nationalist and the anti-Babylonian powers, and the traditionalists who remained aware of their debts to their southern neighbor. 
It was the business and mercantile practices that drove early Assyria forward, and during this time their culture was almost incomparable to what it later would become. Merchants would travel across Anatolia to the north and northwest, setting up trading settlements to work and trade with local communities. The wealthy Assyrian families would send out representatives to these trading communities, receiving goods from home, which they would trade for silver. The silver would then be sent back to the city. Some men would marry local women, even father local children. Although they were permitted to divorce these women when their time at the communities came to an end, so long as they paid a fair compensation to the families and any possible children. While private businesses had taken over from the old Akkadian and Sumerian state-based trading practices, there were still regulations on what could and could not be traded. Merchants would find themselves in trouble if they were caught transporting illegal goods. That said, the profits could be enormous, perhaps as a result of the risk involved in in transporting goods across dangerous lands. While Babylonian textiles were greatly desired and fetched a handsome price, their import from the south was not always reliable, and thus the Assyrians made efforts to create their own. Maintaining a high standard was an exceptional importance, as demonstrated in this letter from a merchant to his wife back in Ashur. Concerning the fine clothes that you sent me, you must make more like that and send it to me via Asher Edi. Then I will send you half a pound of silver. Have one side of the cloth combed, but not shaved smooth. It should be close textured. The other side must be lightly combed. If it looks fuzzy, it will have to be close shaved, like katuna cloth. Women played an important role in this mercantile state in dramatic contrast to their treatment only a few hundred years later under a transformed Assyria. Women would supervise the production, loading, and dispatch of goods and were comfortable making their opinions and feelings clear when communicating with their merchant husbands via letters. In one uncovered tablet, a woman writes to her husband, quote, Why do you keep writing to me? The textiles that you send me are always of bad quality. Who is the man who lives in your house and criticizes the textiles that are brought to him? End of quote. Despite their role in society, however, it appears women were often neglected by their traveling husbands, being left with little funds for food while they remained in Asher, overseeing the production of their husbands' goods. However, within a few generations, the Assyrian way of life changed dramatically. What has been up till then a relatively peaceful, moderately progressive merchant state took a sudden U-turn towards nationalism, militarization, and expansionism. The trade life ceased and Assyria transformed into the greatest of Mesopotamian conquering empires. Now the source for this, Ancient Semitic Civilizations by Muscati, The Ancient Near East by Cyrus Gordon, The Might That Was Assyria, Sags, Mesopotamia, Assyria, Samaria, Babylonia, Dictionaries of Civilization, Old Testament Warriors by Eliot, and The Oxford History of the Biblical World by Coogan. So I hope you enjoyed that, and as always, don't forget to come by the website, summahistorica.com or historyaccordingtobob.com, and ask a question, leave a comment, check out our merchandise, and if you like what we're doing, please feel free to support us. Thank you very much.